Welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. In this week's edition of Writer Wednesdays. Hey, Untamables. This is author and poet Kiana Denae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up Podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding, with um, promoting yourself, marketing, everything. All these Writer Wednesdays tips are the perfect jumpstart into making yourself promotable, making yourself marketable, and making yourself uh, professional. So I'm sending you all love and ink. Have a great day. And now, here is your host. It's time for Hashtag Writer Wednesday with Crystal. Tips offering advice to aspiring new and seasoned authors about all aspects of the literary world. We are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you're an aspiring new or seasoned author, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net for a variety of services to assist you on your publishing journey. On this episode, we will be talking about, well, not we, I, I will be talking about the story arc makes your stories powerful. I'm going to repeat that again. The story arc makes your stories powerful. Added structure to your stories shouldn't stifle imagination or creativity. The story arc exists to help you tell a satisfying story. Whatever genre or goal for your book, chances are you want to write a story your readers will love. You don't have to know everything about story theory to be an awesome storyteller, but knowing how to structure a satisfying story is essential. One way to structure your story for success is to understand and employ a tried and true arc. Fictionary a software that program for creative writers, this breaks the story arc into five plot points that you outline to help your story, to keep your story on track. So I'm gonna tell you what a story arc is, then we're gonna talk about the inciting incident, a plot point one, the middle event, plot point two, and the climax. Before we get into the specific elements of the story arc, Let's address what it is and why having one is important. A story arc is, hmm, you'd be forgiven for feeling confused about what exactly a story arc is. And that's because there are so many names for it, including a dramatic arc, a plot arc, a narrative arc, or just plain old arc. But mostly story arcs follow a similar five-step pattern and that's what I just went over which is the inciting incident the plot point the middle event the plot point two and the climax the inciting incident 
is after the writer introduces the main character, their flaw, the setting, and their normal life, there's an incident that truly kicks off the story. The plot point one, which is the increase in action, is after an inciting incident. The levels of tension and conflict in the story steadily increase, leading your protagonist to the point of no return. Then you have the middle event, which is your protagonist goes from reactive to proactive. Then we go into the plot point two, which is a new low, and things are looking bad for our hero. And then we have the climax. And this all lead and it all leads up to this. So let's take some time and we're going to explore each of these plot points and the role they play in your story. Now we're going to go back and we're going to talk about the inciting incident first. The inciting incident is a dramatic event that happens to your protagonist recommended to occur in the first 15% of your story. The unexpected nature of this event disrupts the protagonist's everyday life and introduces the central conflict in the story. You'll need to spend some time setting up the main character's normal life before the inciting incident hits. How quickly you introduce the inciting incident will differ depending on which genre you write in. Readers of slower paced genres like historical fiction will tolerate a longer setup. Whereas readers of faster paced genres like action thrillers expect the inciting incident to happen as soon as possible. Okay, so here are some examples of inciting incidents. The first one is the protagonist discovers they have magical powers. That would be in fantasy. An innocent bystander finds a dead body. So that's in crime, mystery, or thriller. And the protagonist meets someone they're attracted to. And that's in romance or romantic comedy. The crucial thing about the inciting incident is it gives your main character a goal or motive they simply can't ignore, which is where the conflict arises. Your inciting incident should be a dramatic, active scene. Okay, so like I said, the crucial thing about the inciting incident, it gives your main character a goal or motive they simply can't ignore. Your inciting incident should be a dramatic active scene, not backstory or narrative summary. Let the reader experience the event alongside the protagonist. This will help get the reader emotionally involved. The next one is plot point one. This follows the inciting incident. This will be a period of soul searching where your main character struggles with the decision to engage in the central conflict of the story. Will your protagonist go to the magical academy, even if it means agreeing to fight an evil maid, even marriage in the coming supernatural war? And again, that's fantasy. Or will your detective come out of retirement to solve the case, even though they swore they were out of the cop game for good? And that would be your crime, mystery and thriller. Or will your protagonist give this romantic relationship a try, even though they're terrified of getting their heart broken again? So there's your romance and your romantic comedy. So the hint is the answer is always yes. There's a reason plot point one, which should occur around the 25% mark of your story, is also called the point of no return. Your main character doesn't really have a choice. They must reach the logical conclusion to engage in the story's central conflict. Otherwise, there's no story. You can't give your protagonist an out. 
They need to accept the challenge of the story's goal and engage in the story's central conflict. So if Frodo had refused to take the One Ring to Mordor, we wouldn't have the Lord of the Rings. And if Robert Langdon hadn't followed the clues from various paintings, we wouldn't have the Da Vinci Code. And if Bridget Jones hadn't embarked on a relationship with Daniel Clever, we wouldn't have Bridget Jones's die. Okay, so even though they don't want to do it, they have to. And that's giving you the plot point one. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like that needed to be said. All right, so next we got the middle event. Who doesn't like the middle event? Okay, so the middle event should occur, you guessed it, about 50% of the way through your story. Up until this point, your protagonist has been making reactive decisions based on the events of the plot. This is because everything that's happened to them after the inciting incident is new and unfamiliar terrain. The purpose of the middle event is to force your protagonist to stop reacting to events as they happen. After this, they actively influence plot events by instigating the action in the second half of the story. How do you shift the protagonist from reactive to active? You could make something unexpected, terrible, or life-changing happen to your protagonist. Whatever it is, they have to find the strength to deal with this event and finally take the reins. Okay, so let me give you a couple examples of a middle event. If your protagonist doesn't pass the mid-year exams at the Magical Academy, they'll be expelled and will have to actively study hard to keep their place. So again, that's under your fantasy. The bad guys kidnap your detective's daughter and they'll have to actively work hard to get her back. That's in your crime, your mystery, and your thriller. A close friend warns your protagonist if they don't change their ways, they'll always be alone and they have to actively work to keep their relationship going. And that's in your romantic comedy or romance. Now, we're going to take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last two points, which is the plot point two and the climax. So we'll be back. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered from apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. Hey Untamables, it's Kiana Danae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course my website at kianadanae.wordpress.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. And I am discussing the story arc that makes your stories powerful. Okay, and there are five of them. So we have the inciting incident, which is a dramatic event that happens to your protagonist that supposed to occur like the 15% point, the 15% area of your story. And this is the unexpected, unexpected nature of this event disrupts the protagonist's everyday life. Then I talked about the plot point one, and this follows the inciting incident. And there will be a period of soul searching where your main character struggles with the decision to engage in the conflict of the story. 
And again, the hint was the answer is always yes. Then I just discussed the middle event. And this is about 50% way through your story. And up until this point, your protagonist has been making reactive decisions based on the events of the plot. Now we're at plot point two. Plot point two, which should occur around the 75% mark of your story, is your protagonist's lowest moment. Although they've been active in influencing the plot since the middle event, every action they've taken has made things worse and worse until the protagonist reaches their lowest moment. And that's exactly what plot point two is. The worst moment for your protagonist so far. Okay, so other names for plot point two include the tragedy, hitting rock bottom, or the dark night of the soul. Ooh, something happens that puts everything the protagonist has done to work towards their story goal at risk, and they're in danger of losing everything. So here are a few examples of a plot point two. Your protagonist's magical mentor dies. Aww. The protagonist detective gets taken off the case. Yep. And your protagonist's love interest says they need to take a break from their relationship. That sucks. You didn't even want to get in a relationship from the beginning. And now all of a sudden they need a break. Like, oh my gosh. So those are just examples of plot point two. Okay. Now let's get to the end, which is the climax. You've built your story up to the climax with rising action, and now the climatic scene or scenes will have the highest level of conflict, the greatest tension, and or the most devastating emotional upheaval. So there are several things vital to your climax, and these need to be included. So your protagonist needs to be in the scene. Your protagonist needs to resolve the conflict. No other character can do this. The conflict and tension need to be highest at this point in the story. You need to avoid Doris Machina. Oh, okay. An unexpected power or event resolving the conflict rather than your protagonist. And the central conflict of the story must be resolved. The protagonist should face the biggest obstacle in the story and determine their own fate. Oh, this was like really interesting great information to help you like put your book together and structuring it and giving you that art like you said that you need to make your story powerful so again I discussed the story arc which makes your stories powerful and I talked about the inciting incident plot point one middle event plot point two and the climax okay so definitely check this out read into it a little bit more if you need to but I, this is some great information for anybody who's just starting out to write or if they've started their story and they're kind of like stuck. It's like go back and figure out what you need to do to make it flow a little bit better. Okay. So I just want to say thank you for listening as always. And check me out on Instagram at Books and Soul One. So please be sure to follow the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore park podcast if you would like to become a sponsor please visit anchor.fm slash get caught up or if you like to give us a donation you can send us a cash app at dollar sign capital u capital p 
2016. Now, just want to say tonight, later on tonight on Get Caught Up Podcast, we will be interviewing none other than JP, JB Vample at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Get Caught Up Podcast um, that you can check out on Anchor. And then next week, next Wednesday, will be our narrator of the month, which is Mr. Daryl Lewis. Okay, so check that out as well. I'm actually excited, excited this year. We've been doing like narrator of the month and also um, book of the month. So that is so exciting. And next week, I'll probably tell you what our book of the month will be in May. Alrighty. So again, thank you for listening. Bye for now.